0: Tuesday morning and welcome to the Lady Light podcast, an inspirational podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Galagny, and today's podcast is all about revitalization of mind, body, and soul. And as we start this new year off, we want to start refreshed and revived, okay? Well, ladies, we are blessed to have Uh, Today, Dr. Erica Summers joined the podcast. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, Lady Erica. She's phenomenal, by the way, just so amazing. So Dr. Summers is a graduate of the Brody School of Medicine at East Carolina University and completed her residency in family medicine at Pitt County Memorial Hospital in Greenville, North Carolina. In addition, she holds a Master of Public health degree from Emory University's prestigious Roland School of Public Health. And she has uh, holds various certifications. And so Dr. Summers has a special interest in treating the entire person throughout the continuum of life, providing high quality, comprehensive, culturally competent medica- medical care and expertise in population and employee health and management. And Dr. Summers currently serves as medical director for Grady Health System. So ladies, join me in welcoming Dr. Summers to our podcast. Welcome, Dr. Summers.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yes, we are just thrilled that you are here. And I'm just excited about what you have. To share for us. And so, this podcast, we're talking about uh, re- revitalizing, you know, revitalization of the mind, body, and soul. And so, we're just going to discuss uh, some natural ways and some spiritual ways to keep us revitalized and starting this new year. And so, what are some simple things, uh, Dr. Summers, that women can do to keep their bodies healthy and strong? And this is
1: for younger and older women. What are some things that we can do? Absolutely. So things that you, we've all heard of before, but on the top of the list, I like to put sleep. Um, We're all so busy in our daily lives. We're all have this go-getter mentality. You know, we got to get up, we got to get things done. But the one thing that falls on the back burner for most of us is sleep. Um, And that is just a crucial time to allow the mind as well as the body and the soul to just rest and rejuvenate itself so that it can continue to perform at its highest level. Um, Current recommendations, seven to eight hours of sleep nightly. Um, to just make sure we get into that good REM sleep so that we are restored and the mind has a chance to recover. So the top of the list is sleep for me, Um, making sure we make time for that. Uh, Nutrition, just a nice balanced diet, Um, making sure we're getting enough fruits and vegetables If you eat meat, lean meats, lean cuts of meat or any other healthy proteins and water, 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 ensuring we hydrate ourselves so that it can keep going. I like to compare it to a car. You can have the most beautiful car in the world, but if you don't hydrate it with the proper oil, it goes nowhere. So just like cars, our bodies needs proper hydration with water. And Exercise. Exercise, when people say that, they cringe. Oh, boy, do I see people just cringe. But exercise doesn't mean you have to run a marathon. If you like to dance, cut the music up and just dance. Um, If you like to lift weights, I recommend every, encourage everyone to start somewhere with weights, um, with someone guiding you along the way. Um, To Just continue to build our strength. But I get asked often, what type of exercise? And my answer is always, whatever it is that you're going to stick with. So it's, you know, mixing it up um, is often the the right answer. You know, if someone likes to walk or jog or ride a bike or dance, swim, um, just any mixture of exercise. And I'm right up there with sleep. And this is the last one is going to be sitting still. Oh, wow. Yes. So in the course of the day, just think about when we get up in the morning, we get up and we're like, okay, automatically your to-do list starts to scroll through your brain. It just starts going. I've got to do this, 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 this. And we get so focused on what we have to do. And it becomes a stressor. Whenever I find myself getting like that, which is on a daily basis, I literally just sit still. I take the time, whether it's two minutes, three minutes, I'll cut the light off. Even if I'm in my office, I'll cut the light off and just have a lamp on. And I just sit still. I take a few deep breaths. I focus, I'll meditate, and then I'll restart. So, those are the things that I think are some simple things that women can do to keep their bodies healthy and strong.
0: That is so good. And look, as simple as it sounds, it's a little bit difficult. (laughs) Yes, but it's just start somewhere. Yes, we have to start somewhere, ladies. Okay, you hear that? Look, rest hydration, uh, get your exercise in, uh, whatever, something that you can stick to. I know for me, um, when I do work, I'm a student, but I also work uh, a few hours a week. But I know for me, when I'm at work, one of the things that I love to do is um, park a little further. We have several uh, designated parking areas for my job. And I um, intentionally, you know, park a little farther Um, so that I can walk um, into the building. And then I do take the stairs. I'm on floor three. And so I do take those stairs when I get in there. And for me, you know, I feel better um, each morning that I do that. So that's something simple um, that I do, you know, that I know that I can stick to. And also um, sitting still. Oh my goodness. Sitting still, ladies, that is something that we do, and myself included, uh, have to work at doing. That is so awesome, Dr. was great um, advice, and I want to ask you also uh, for moms, you know, it's kind of hard for us to kind of sit still, but I wanted to ask about our children. Um, I don't want to, you know, exclude the children. What can moms do, Uh, parents do, fathers, moms and dads, um, to keep their children's body? Uh, revitalize. You know, the generation that we live in, they like to sit still all the time uh, and look at the screen. So what are some things we can do to help our children?
1: Absolutely. The exact same things that we do as adults are the same things our kids can do. We have to be cognizant that we are the first and ultimate role models for our children. And they do what they see us do, not exactly always what we tell them, to do. So for our children, if when it comes to exercise, I can't think of a child that if I didn't turn up the music, they don't just jump around, which is usually (laughs) their form of dancing. They're active. That's perfect. You're getting your exercise, no matter what it looks like, they're getting theirs. And then you're also bonding, you're spending that time together go outside. Our children do not get dirty enough. Their clothes are too clean. Our children don't have play clothes anymore. They have one set of clothes. I would love to see the day where moms and dads can go back and say, do you have on your play clothes? Go outside, go outside and just play, get a ball, you know, you can use it. You don't have a bat? Fine. There is a stick somewhere around. (laughs) Just go outside. It's activity for them, activity for you. You're racking up your steps. um, and, And just that exposure to outside fresh air. Our children have a lot of allergies nowadays. They are not exposed to things that I was exposed to as a kid where we were you know, put outside in the morning and played all day long. Yeah. Um, so playing with our children um, in the evenings or in the mornings before, you know, breakfast, mornings are hectic everywhere. I mean, yeah. you just they're just on your mark, get set. Okay, we're already behind schedule. <laughs> but in the morning, you know, when we're pouring them or they're fixing themselves some cereal, whatever they're having for breakfast, just teaching them to sit still. Okay, we're gonna we're just gonna pray and we're gonna sit here and just relax for 60 seconds. It 60 seconds can seem like an eternity when we're all running behind in the mornings. But if we stop and think, we spend 60 seconds running around in a circle trying to figure out where where were my keys? Do I have my lunch? Do I have this? Whereas we just take 60 seconds and even teach them to just sit still um in the mornings as well bedtime kids I don't know why kids are up at 10 o'clock at night I just don't know why they're awake so getting them on a routine as well Um, depending on the age kids can require up to 10 hours of sleep at night so making sure they're getting their healthy deal um dinner Um, reading time, bad time, and then lights out and and putting them to bed to make sure they get that sleep so that they're fresh and ready to go the next day as well. Um, And just relationships when it comes to children, just having conversations with them, just talking to them, not at them. Um, I have kids as well. And sometimes that conversation, how was your day at school? And it's that one answer. Who's good? Good. fine. Anything happened? No. You know, and that's the end of it. But more open-ended questions um, with the kids. So um, what you're working on in, in class? And, you know, you get that side, especially depending on the age. Like, really, do I have to talk to you after school? But just opening that line of communication to them as well. And one of the things that I do and have done with my kids is because when they get home, like you said, they want that screen. I stop purposely, we'll stop at a park and say, hey, I brought snacks. It's nice out. Let's go sit on the bench.
0: Oh, that is so good.
1: They become a captive audience. They're not always happy about it, but they become a captive audience at that point. Um, To just be outside, have some conversation, and, you know, they tend to see other kids and just go run and play as well.
0: That is so good. I love all of that. And yes, I am going to incorporate uh, that stop by the park because uh, I have a teenager who's mm-hmm. you know he's 14, a young man, young lad, as I call him. Um, yes. So <laughs> that is good. That's a good idea to just stop because when he gets home, it's like, okay, I want to go to my room. And yes, I want to get on the device. And so, yeah, that's good. So I'm definitely going to incorporate that. Um, And so, Dr. Summers, how important is preventive
1: care? Oh, gosh. We all know the um, term an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, which simply means it's better to stop something bad or catch it early from happening than it is to deal with it afterwards. It's like having a leak in the house. You see that one little drop coming through the ceiling from the roof. Either you just stick a bucket and you just watch it over the next several months, we all know what will happen, or we go ahead and get someone to repair it. Prevention, prevention, prevention. Especially as women, we get so busy. And our first line is we always take care of everyone else. The kids, we always take care of the kids first. If they look like they may sneeze, we're at the doctor's office with them. Yeah. Um, our husbands or um, significant others, we're, we're, pushing, we're pushing them to get where they're going. Our parents, many of us are in that sandwich generation um, where we're taking care of kids as well as, you know, seeing after parents and we're shuttling our parents or making sure they're taking care of, you know, getting taken care of. We have got to take um, time out to schedule our own health care. Um, whether it's a vacation day and you schedule two or three appointments spaced out in a day to get your mammograms, to get your physical with your blood work, to get your eyes examined, to go to the dentist. Yes. You have got to take time to just do the preventive care. Make sure everything is okay Um, Before we go on long trips in our car, we take our cars to get them checked out. We take them to get oil changed. We take them to get tuned up. Before we start on our journeys or continue on our journeys in life, we have got to stop and do the same things with these bodies. We have got to take them in. And not just our physical health, our mental health. I have a colleague. She is actually a graduate of Harvard Medical um, School. And she taught me something a long time ago. And I laughed at it when she said it, but it made so much sense later. She said, I truly believe that everyone needs preventive therapy. Hmm. And I didn't understand it at the time. But she explained it further. Whenever there is a life change, be it good, bad, and different, therapy helps um, for women uh, a lot of times for women, we're we we we're trained different. We're trained to just pick it up, put it on your back and keep going. Well, it weighs us down over time. So while we're in this life and, and going on and doing preventive cares for our body, if there's been any life change, a marriage, a divorce, a death of a parent, death of a spouse, even if you got a new job, Moving across the country, I highly recommend my patients incorporate checking in with a therapist for maintenance therapy because those things can become so overwhelming, even if they're positive changes, that sometimes it just helps to have someone help you sort those things out. Yes. So, so those are prevention, prevention, prevention from every single aspect. And
0: that is so good. I like that therapy part because, you know, um, you know in the body of Christ, sometimes we think that there's something wrong um, yes. with having therapy. Um, but I'm here to tell you there is nothing wrong um, with having therapy. And so that is so good to take advantage of that as well uh, for our state of mind. Yes. Um, so, yes. So, so, so good. Look, there's so much more I want to ask you, but I'm going to shift now. Uh, We talked about the physical, you know, the natural, uh, but I kind of want to shift into the spiritual. Absolutely. With the remaining, yeah, with the remaining time um, that we have, because I know there are times when, you know, our faith needs to be revitalized, you know, our prayer time, uh, that meditation time in God's word, scripture. Uh, Our personal uh, relationship with God needs to be revitalized. And so Dr. Summers, when I think of revitalization, when this word came to me uh, to start out the new year, my mind automatically went to uh, the 23rd Psalm, um, and in particular, the verses one through three. So I just want to read the first three verses, very familiar, ladies. Um, I'm sure you've heard, but verses one through three. Uh, It's found in an amazing book called the Bible. I always like to add that because the Bible is amazing, God's word. And so verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And so verse one is just in reference to guidance. You know, there is no lack in our shepherd, our father, you know, he is our resting place. uh, And there we find confidence in God's grace and care. Right. And then verse two, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters here. uh, We find rest again. It's rest. Mm -hmm. It's refreshing waters of refreshment. He refreshes our minds and our bodies. And so when I think about, uh, you know, mind, body and soul, I just think about the 23rd Psalm. And then uh, verse three, uh, he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake and so here we see again he refreshes uh, he recreates these are some of the words that I read as I was reading uh, the commentary he revives he uh, reinvigorates you know the soul when it is weary. And uh, God directs us to right ways of truth and holiness. And so at the beginning of the year, we just want to remember that the Lord is our shepherd. There is no lack. He has everything that we need. And if we keep our focus on him, uh, we are revitalized in our mind, uh, body, and souls. And so, Dr. Summer, how important is spiritual care to you? And in what ways do you maintain your spiritual health?
1: absolutely spiritual care is sorry about that spiritual care is at the top of the list i i know personally i can't do anything without christ and when i speak on sitting still and being quiet it's because i'm listening so in the mornings when i get up and everything is hectic that sitting still that quiet time is a time I'm listening. I'm listening. God, what is it you would have me to do? Yes. You know, it's not just the, I got to get up and shower, get to work. And I know what to do list that I have, but God, what is it that you will have me to do? Um, And just my day to day, even at work and as a physician, um, having the medical knowledge to me personally, it comes to light with spiritual guidance um, because there have been times that I've been seeing a patient and I've heard, I've heard the Holy Spirit say, examine this part. And in my natural mind, I'm thinking that has absolutely nothing to do with their complaint. And, but I listen and I follow and it guides me um, to help me with patient care, um, spiritual health. When I'm at work and days, our days get super busy, not just at work, but even at home. And the I call it clamor. The clamor is just loud from every part. You need, you got this person or these items over here that need to be done and things over here that need to be done. It is in that moment when I sit down and I am still that is when verse three of Psalms 23 comes. He restoreth my soul. I'm yeah. quiet. At that point, I've, I've, I've performed the actions of verse two, the lying down. I'm sitting, but it's the rest. And then that's when verse three comes in. He restoreth my soul. That And it doesn't take forever. Just sitting still, you can get that restoration. And then in that moment of sitting still when you're being restored, that's when I hear that voice, he'll guide me. And then that's the remainder of verse three, where he guides me, gives me instructions to lead me in the paths for his namesake on what to do or what to say or what not to do next. Yes. Yes, so spiritual health, um, spiritual care—it's—it's it's the whole. You can't have physical health without taking care of the spiritual as well.
0: Yes, that is so good, Doctor Summers. Yes, that's right. Um, I love that. I love that because yes, our bodies—we say it. You know, the Bible says it, our Bible bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and so yes we have to have um that spiritual care because it does go hand in hand um and so that is so good and so um in closing in the closing question uh Dr. Summers um revitalization my I I wrote a book um uh, that I released last year called um uh remaining consistent you know in in inconsistencies There is one thing that, you know, we know that is true, that this life is inconsistent. So how do we remain consistent in it? And so I want to share with the ladies this morning, revitalization. How do we consistently for our spiritual care, um, as well as physical, how do we consistently put this into practice uh, each and every day of our
1: lives? How do we do it on a consistent basis? Um, Like anything in life, um, we form habits. So anything we continually do will become habitual in nature. So everything that we've already talked about from getting up in the morning, um, morning time is when I exercise. It's the time when no one needs me. So 4.30 in the morning, I'm exercising because no one needs me at that time of the morning. It is it is quiet. It is peaceful. Um, and it has become a habit. The first few weeks <laughs> was... Um, it wasn't pretty, but <laughs> I. it has become a habit. And even now when I'm going to s- tell myself I'm going to sleep in on a weekend, my eyes are wide open at four o'clock because it is a habit. So it's, might as well just get up and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meal prepping helps a lot with the diet. Um, the just sitting still, w- whenever you're feeling yourself getting flustered, just sit still Um, and that is gonna be one of the toughest things because we're so programmed to just keep going and barrel through it. Um, Just sit still for a few seconds and then keep going. And then with bedtime, just as if you have kids or nieces or nephews, grandchildren, just like when you train them to sleep all night when they were babies, we have to redo it ourselves. Put our, you know, we would feed them dinner, give them a nice warm bath, read them a book with a dim light and put them to bed. Well, we have to do the same thing to ourselves. And just like it may have taken them a couple of months to get the um, routine, it may take us a little while. But habits, we just have to make a routine. But the one thing in there, um, also, don't forget to just live. Just just live. Um, Enjoy your life. We get one. It's short but just live our lives. So if today, okay, I I was supposed to, I told myself I was gonna read an encyclopedia. I don't even know if they still exist, but I was gonna read an encyclopedia, but know that, you know what, it's okay. Today, I think I'm gonna go hike in you know, the nearest small mountain and just look at the leaves change. It is okay to just live. So as long as we're doing everything at least 80% of the time, um, healthy habits. Um, I think we we will all be better off.
0: That is so good. Yes, ladies, enjoy your lives in Jesus name. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Summers, this has been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for Um, including me. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, ma'am. All right, ladies. And so, um, look, I hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast, and I hope that you would join again for more Tuesday morning inspiration. Remember, you can uh, join us weekly by searching Kimberly's Lady Life's podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts, okay? You can also subscribe to the Lady Life podcast via Podchaser, all right? Again, a special thanks to uh, Dr. Erica Summers for joining today. And many thanks for you, our listeners, for always listening. And remember, keep living your best life unto the Lord. Keep learning life's most valuable lessons. And keep creating positive change within your communities. Bye for now. And look, Happy New Year. Have a blessed new year.